Hello and welcome to our weekly energy update with Investec Head of Commodities, Callum McPherson. Due to the Easter break, it has been a few weeks since our last episode. Good morning, Callum. Good to have you back. Hi, good morning, Anne. Let's start by talking through what has been going on in markets in the meantime. Well, overall, uh, not very much, you, you could say. I mean, at the start of uh, April, Brent was trading in a range of uh, around 100 to 110. And we're still in, in that sort of range, albeit down at the bottom end uh, of it this morning. I mean, really, there's still two main considerations for the market at the moment. Uh, on the one hand, we have uh, disruption from the war in the Ukraine, which uh, tends to be a bullish influence on the market. And then on the other, we have a bearish influence, which is the increasing outbreaks of uh, COVID in China. And let's start with the war, as you just mentioned, the war in Ukraine. What's happening? Uh, well, I think firstly, the thing to say is the idea that uh, – around in the market in the early days of the war that it could end quite quickly through peace talks and so on. That is now completely off the table, very clearly. Russia is now focused on the east of the country, but there also have been hints uh, that uh, its aim might ultimately be to try and occupy the coastal areas and connect up with a, a breakaway region in, in Moldova. But uh, at, at the moment, the focus is very much in the, in the east now. Um, and I think it's very hard to tell really what's going on at the moment, uh, which side has the upper hand, who knows. Um, I think what is clear is that the war is going to drag on and on. Boris Johnson the other week talked about it lasting until the end of the year, potentially. That's really the way things are going to be for the foreseeable future. Uh, now, the idea that trade flows of oil are going to reorganize themselves very easily so that uh, Russian crude can go to Asia rather than Europe and whatever crude Asia was buying will come to Europe instead of go to Asia. Um, clearly, it is not that straightforward. Uh, Russia is now having to accept a $30 per barrel discount to Brent in order to sell its crude. So the outlook on the on the supply side is still very challenging and, and reorganization of flows and refining activity is leading to a lot of uh, additional costs that, that, that the market has to bear. And moving to China, the market is clearly worried about Chinese demand. How bad is the situation there? Well, I think that the zero tolerant approach was always going to be a disaster waiting to happen, frankly. We wrote about this in our annual piece at the start of this year. And particularly since Omicron came along, there was the danger that um, it's so infectious that the zero tolerance approach would not be able to contain it. uh, And you end up having lockdowns all over the place. And and that's now what seems to be happening. Um, The lockdown in Shanghai is, is continuing. There is no deadline to ending it. There's now talk of possible lockdown in, in Beijing. Then these, these lockdowns, we've seen footage on the television, they're very, very strict. They're re- really very difficult people there to deal with. And we have to bear in mind that China accounts for around 15% of world oil demand. So uh, you don't need to have a significant decline in Chinese output in order for it to have a, an impact on overall oil demand. So, so this is clearly a very worrying thing for oil markets at the moment. And how is the market reacting to these uncertainties? Well, I think overall it's um, it's a challenge really to be sure how to balance these two opposing factors, the war in the Ukraine being bullish, the COVID outbreak in China being very bearish. And I think we see this kind of uncertainty through the level of speculative uh, positions, which um, are very low. Most notably, the long positions are, are very weak. So people, um, the speculators, I think, are finding it very difficult to, to form a directional view 
about the market one way or the other and, and so just keeping out of it. But with Brent at the moment in this sort of 102-103 area, it's uh, very much at the bottom end of the recent range. Uh, Brent has now broken through down through the 50-day moving average, which is currently around $106 uh, per barrel. Obviously, $100 per barrel is a key uh, psychological support area, but below that we have the the lows from the March-April period, which have been around $97 per barrel. So if we get a break through 100 I think we'd look to 97 for support. And then further below that, we've got the 200-day moving average around uh, $95 per barrel. Thank you, Callum. We'll chat again next week. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Investec's Weekly Energy Update with Callum McPherson. If you'd like to discuss any of the contents of the podcast, drop Callum an email on callum.mcpherson at investec.co.uk or visit investec.com forward slash commodities. Until next time, thank you.